Welcome back to Sidelines. I'm your host, Adam Burns, and we are continuing our series this winter on uh, Troy United teams. And today, I'm very excited, we have the Troy Synchronized Swimming Team, which you might actually call the Artistic Swimming Team, because I learned that's the proper name now, but we got a lot of work to do to get society up to speed on that. Everyone still calls it Synchro, yeah? Yeah. Even your sweatshirt there, Cynthia, it says Troy United Synchro 22-23. Yep. Okay, yeah. that's legal. We're still good. We're legal. We're not going to get eliminated from any tournaments. Hope I have not. a feeling those synchro judges might be, might be sticklers. <laughs> Do you find that? No, they're they're oldies. They like the old name. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I I read online. There's a lot of controversy on this change in the synchro community, if you will. They're not really enjoying it. Well, let's get into it. Um, just run around the table here. Introduce ourselves. To my left, I've got Anna Sophia. Welcome. Thanks for coming. I'm Crystal. I'm Cynthia. I'm Rebecca. All right. And they are all stars on the squad. Because I tell you what, if you can hold your breath and do all those maneuvers underwater, you're, you are a star of some kind. Let's start there. Uh, Cynthia, you're a senior. You've been at this, I suppose, the longest of anyone here, maybe. Is that correct? Um, I've only been swimming since the ninth grade. But nice. Other so people... who's, who's our veteran on, on the synchro? Oh, oh, I got a lot of pointing back and forth right now. Either me or Rebecca. I don't know. All right. Which well, one of us definitely will you. stick with me? Cynthia just because if you are so new at this, um, this is one of those sports that on the list of difficult things to do, it is always near the top. So what is the toughest part about being on the synchronized swim team? Um, I think the toughest part about being on the synchronized swimming team is just having to make sure that you don't run out of air. I know it's very, it's a very simple thing, but I find myself always struggling. I know yesterday when we were practicing, I was always coming up and I was gasping for air just because it's such a long time that you have to hold your breath for and you're doing all these crazy things underwater. So you run out of energy and yeah, I mean, I would think the sport is difficult enough and then they make you do it underwater, which <laughs> just adds another layer to it. Uh, Anna Sophia. You were nodding vigorously in agreement with the air, but is there anything else that you find challenging about competing in this sport? I feel like a lot of it is also, while having to keep in mind that you, you have to like be able to hold enough air, um, you also have to stay really high up, which is tiring, and then at the same time, you don't have air. So I feel like, like how Cynthia said, a lot of your energy is really, yeah, yeah, it's it's tough, man. And the judges, um, they're looking for perfection, right? So you're constantly reminded that you have to go like get higher. You have to be synchronized as well. And yeah. Yeah, just these layers we're adding. It's underwater. You got to be doing the same thing as everyone else. You got to hold your, it's, it's kind of mind boggling, frankly. I did a flip underwater one time and I was very proud. I have no idea what it looked like and I certainly wasn't in sync with anyone else, but I did do that. So I have a lot of respect uh, for the sport that you're playing. Rebecca, um, can you talk a bit about that? Just how difficult is it to stay in sync with the team and how, how do you even know what you're doing out there if you are having to confront all these other things, these attacks on your senses, so to speak, while trying to stay in sync? It's kind of hard because you have to make sure, like all the components that they said, like holding your breath, staying up high, then you have to count. I think the hardest part for staying together is like pattern changes because then you get far apart and stuff. 
Yeah, for sure. And then we have a, a Red Hawk surrounded by Colts here. Crystal, I'm sure, I'm sure that's a really difficult part of being on the squad as well. But uh, anything that you find particularly difficult? Um, mostly like everyone has said, it's like breathing and staying up and especially staying on beat because in certain patterns you have the people who are in front and the people who are in back. So the people in front have to constantly be like remembering what they have to do so that they can lead the rest of the pattern and still be doing what they're doing by with having like no one else around them to like have um a physical like representation of like if you're on the right count or if you're like all together so that's probably the one of the hardest things yeah well i'm gonna ask some low level questions now because i'm pretty new to the sport here how how do you not bump into one another or kick one another or catch an elbow in the face or we maybe do. that we happens do. all the time yeah. all the time yeah um, um there's this rule in synchro where i mean you you should like say sorry if you hit someone but honestly like if it happens it's, it happens it's synchro it's you happened know? like too Kicking, many times where you just like come up and you <laughs> constantly scratches me all the time and whenever we come up it's just like a little like acknowledgement because after coming up so many times and saying sorry 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 like it's just like you know you're sorry and you just have to like keep rolling and there's also kicking is a good kicking is a good sign because it also means your patterns are tight so that's good yeah all right, another low-level question in my uh, internet research prior to this. I read that there are speakers under the water helping to keep you in sync. How well do those sound waves travel in water? Is it keep everyone pretty on point, Cynthia? Um, well, I think they're pretty loud underwater. I'm sure if you, our coach was telling us the other day, if you bring the speaker up from the water, you can blow up the speaker just because this, the sound is so much. So underwater, it kind of sounds normal, but... I'm sure it's really, really loud if you were to bring it out of the water. Yeah, dang. Sometimes there's issues where like e either competition or in practice where you have to have like a sound check underneath the water. Um, otherwise, you start your routine, you like you can hear a fine above water and then you go underwater and you can't hear anything. Mm -hmm. So there's there's issues from there too. Those don't happen often though. They're just, I, I give you all a lot of credit because there's, I've heard a lot of different issues that would stop me from ever jumping into the pool to be a synchronized swimmer so far elbows to the face scratches from Anna Sophia <laughs> speakers that could blow up my eardrums if they are lifted above water it's pretty wild um Rebecca how do you know that the routine is going or has gone well because you can only see so much underwater how, um, do you, how do you know that good job squad that was awesome Without seeing a recording of it, you know that it went well because patterns stayed tight and then you travel the distance that you were meant to, then like you can tell like personally and then when everybody comes up their reactions to how they did. I like to talk to Cynthia. Um, she has a lift at the beginning of our um, routines yeah. and every time she, she I, I don't even ask her if it was good. I just tell her, oh, that was good. And she's like, how do you know you were underneath the water? And I'm like, oh, if it takes you a long time to hit the water, then I know it was good because <laughs> yeah. she jumps. Crazy. I'm, I'm, I can't think of another sport where you don't really know how you've done until you see a video of it mm -hmm. after the fact. There's no clock. There's no no score. That's really cool. Um, so Crystal, our Troy United synchro team, we're pretty successful here. And yeah. the I, I don't know the exact number of state championships we've brought home, but we have had one of the more successful programs uh, in the state. 
What's it like when you go into a competition? The Troy United team shows up. Are the other team shaken? Are they all watching you? They got their eye on you? <laughs> maybe like, I'm, I'm not completely sure. Like maybe Gross Point, possibly. <laughs> um, uh, maybe Huron, but the Pioneers, like they're mostly the ones to beat. We, um, we came second to them for figures. So that means that the figure scores go into the routine scores. So they're going into routines for states with more points than we are. So our goal is to like continue to like work harder so we can like beat them and their scores. That's a great goal. And how's the season been going, Anna Sophia? I think it's been going pretty good. Um, in the past couple of years, we've had like uh, teammates from other clubs inside. So I think not accounting the fact that we've lost a couple of those members due to them graduating and that some of the coaches from those clubs are now in the pioneer team i think that we've been doing pretty good since we're only like a couple of points behind pioneer and adding to what crystal said uh the other teams um don't have as many members as we do mm -hmm. so i feel like that also applies that also like yeah. changes things for them mm -hmm. yeah well, Crystal, you joined this fairly late. I guess your freshman, or sorry, uh, Cynthia, your freshman year, right? When did you start, Crystal? Freshman year. Yeah. So is that, is that kind of common for everyone? Um, or has anyone been doing this since they were three? Jeez, Anna Sophia. <laughs> since oh. I was eight. Since I was eight. It's um, a lot of people who come into Synchro, it's either like Anna Sophia and Rebecca, where they come in already having been in a club sport for Synchro. Whereas I did like one year of like a partial club, but more of like a previous like training and did a little bit of it and then continued into high school. Mm -hmm. I know also some people just kind of get dragged into the sport. That's kind of how what happened to me. I had no idea I was going to join Synchro um, until my friends gave me a flyer and was like, you should join. And then I showed up to practice and I made friends. And so that's where I am now. Well, I'm guessing, Rebecca, that swimming is kind of a prerequisite to joining the, the synchronized swim team. Is there any other uh, sporting background that would be helpful if someone out there is thinking that getting kicked and scratched and, and having to hold my breath for freakish amounts of time sounds cool? What kind of person would you be looking for? A hard worker, someone who can tread water, <laughs> um, maybe someone with gymnastics or dancing background just because they're flexible already. Yeah, I can follow that rhythm. Um, on, on a particular meet, or is it meet or performance, or what would we call uh, like an event day? Meet. 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 So on a meet day, what uh, just walk me through that. What happens if I was to show up and watch to root for my Troy United Synchro squad? What would we be watching on competition day? Well, meets, I would say if you're, depends on what time of the season you're looking at, our season kind of splits into two parts. Like Crystal was saying, um, we have figure season and we also have routine season. Figure season is like, think about diving for swimming. You need it dead silent in the room. Um, so it's like, you might be in awe watching the things, but you can't say anything. You can't cheer for them. But routine season is like a total different world. You go in and there's people cheering super, super loudly. There's music. There's noise everywhere. It's just a lot of excitement, a lot of happiness. So I'm hearing skip skip right to uh, routine season. <laughs> we all want to. Yeah. We all want to. <laughs> and, there, and everyone comes up with their own routine, I'm guessing, is figures. 
is there a certain standard that everyone has to meet or is everyone free to kind of come up with their own performance? There's four different groups. There's compulsory and then three group levels for higher than compulsory. And then that's just like the standard figure that everybody has to do and they're judged against perfection. That sounds really fair. <laughs> and then for routines, um, small routines tend to be written by like the swimmers sometimes. And then the bigger routines are written by coaches. And then we have some say in like a couple of booths and stuff like that. Like hand motions. Like. Right, this is good. And I don't want to give anything away, but what are we most excited about in our routine? If we're able to talk about it, that is. I'd say I'm most excited for our tech team because I really like our music. Yeah. Tech team, yeah. I'm excited for our trio too. I think oh, it's yeah, coming along really well. Yeah. yeah. I like our music a lot too. Yeah. I feel like music this year is going to be really cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, our tech duet is cool too. <laughs> and then there's all also all sounding good. When when can we look out for this? When should we be marking our calendar? The next two meets we have are all the way in Ann Arbor at Pioneer High School. But we're also gonna have like a little night for the seniors and the times to be decided. Um sometime like in the middle of practice. Um and it's just like a night for our seniors where we still swim all of our routines, but then we like acknowledge them and their graduation. Well, I appreciate you coming to sit down. Why don't we leave it today? We can go around the table. Um, we'll start with you, Rebecca. Just what's your favorite thing about being a part of the Troy United synchronized family? Definitely the people. They're so nice and inviting and we laugh so much. It's really fun. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's the people that you meet. I think... So many times people find communities in different places. And for me, my community is definitely the people that I found through Synchro. Um, so it's just really sweet and everyone's amazing. Yeah, it's about the same thing. It's like making friends and then like having them like throughout your Synchro career. It's just, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I feel like in a sport where a lot of it is relying on your teammates and constantly being reminded that you need to be perfect on, in whatever you do. Um, Troy High is very good at having a very friendly environment, not toxic at all. And I think even the other schools, like when we go to figure competitions, there's not really any like murmurs you're hearing like, oh my God, I hope she does bad or anything like that. <laughs> it's like you get out of the pool and they're like, that was such a good figure, do a good job. Like, and it's another team that you're going against. So yeah. I think that's one of my favorite th things about high school synchro. That's great. Well, I know you're judging yourselves against perfection in this sport, but to me, it sounds like it's going really well. So thank you girls for stopping by. Best of luck at your upcoming performances. Um, and we hope to be hearing some great things about our Troy United synchronized team. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Hey, thanks for listening to Sidelines, a TSD world-class podcast. Don't forget to subscribe where our podcasts are found, and we'll see you at the game.